This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Kansas City with the field goal, Gordon. They're now up 27-17. I see a backup quarterback warming on the sidelines. Yeah. Herbert looks like he is done. Yeah, he looks like he's doing something to his rib. And it it doesn't look like he's pointing to one rib. He's he's like siding, showing like the whole side of his body, basically, saying it's it's somewhere around here. He is tossing a football, so maybe they might, I I don't know, down 10, three minutes to go. Are you going to put him back Oh, he looks like he's in pain. No, 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 he can't do it. He can't do it. He, He hurts when he throws. It hurts him. No, yeah, no, you can't. If he gets, it's only it's only week two. Can you sit him down, please? Yep, absolutely. And he <laughs> might be sitting down for a while. He might be. He might be. You that know, whole, it's, that interception changed this entire. It changed game. the whole game. The whole it really game. did. It changed the whole. It, it fired up the Kansas City defense that was reeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chargers were marching up and down the field. Yep. That's the thing that really bothers me about Kansas City. If they, they have to put a lot of points up on the board because if you're a decent quarterback, you can pick them apart. They're not that good. No, not defensively, but they do have that that that, that magic weapon, that uh, that the, that magic eraser that fixes a lot of ills, and that being Patrick Mahomes because he is sensational and uh, it it didn't look great in the first half. The Chargers kind of controlled the first half of the game. Oh, he's coming out. He's coming out to this game. He's what out. are they? Yes, he do- is. I mean, all the questionable decisions that Brandon Staley has made. Putting Justin Herbert back on the field at this state, he couldn't even throw a ball, Larry. I know. I know. He was wincing in pain on the throw. I mean, I don't know. I I, I hope this is. It didn't uh, even seem like he was gone long enough for them to really diagnose. He didn't go under the blue tent, I no, didn't see. didn't seem like it at all. Didn't seem like Watch it. Watch him uncork we'll like a 75-yard touchdown. Exactly. <laughs> Well, the problem is, is they've just been all they've been really able to do in this second half is dink and dunk. Yeah. That's all they've really been. You know, there's been a lot of passes to Eckler. There's been a lot of short passes to the backs and to the, mm-hmm. you know, the tight end, and they haven't really been able to do a whole lot else. And now with him yeah. in a compromised state, it's going to be the same thing. Right. I mean, they're not. They're taking everything away deep. Yeah. And, I, gonna... and I thought that they had the speed to be able to kind of take care of that. I know they're missing yeah. Keenan Allen tonight, but still. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. And now that you got the field goal, you got a little, you know, little points to play with, so you can play deep. You don't want him to beat you, so right? Exactly. Make him march down the field. And with Herbert in his state, you cannot allow him to get hit again. So you no. got to get that ball out fast. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Gordon, what I mentioned, and I think you had a comment when we were up against the break, was that that's what the Giants wanted, right? To be in games in the fourth quarter. That that that's that's the success you want because you really are still trying to identify what you have on this team. Of course, you want to win. But your goal has got to be fourth quarter to, to be in games. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, we've talked about this before, that if the Giants, I mean, the Giants have already accomplished something that the Jets have not been able to accomplish since 2018. And, and the Jets can tell you all about how bad it was before they got here and they were an expansion team. The Giants are coming off Dave Gettleman. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's right up there uh, in terms of bad GMs, bad, uh, you know, evaluators running organizations, and the Giants have had one of the worst stretches in their history. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're loaded with talent, and he's left them in such a bad shape that they weren't even able to really do anything in the offseason. Yeah. So the fact that they've already won a September game and we're talking about, you know, they could start 4-0, and this could get very ugly for the Jets early. Like It, it could. At some point, people are going to be like, wait, wait a second. Why, why can't you guys ever have a year like this? Yeah. 
I mean, did you see, I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm looking at Herbert on that last I, I don't know what they're doing, Larry. I don't know he, what they're doing. Look at he's holding this. He's holding it. I mean, it's, it's week two. This is, not the play, this is not the AFC championship game. You know. And I'm sure he wanted to play. But sometimes, know, listen, but guys want to play. Right. That's why the doctors are there. No. Sit down. Yeah, this seems crazy to me. This seems like flirting with disaster and, and, yeah. and the results. Oh, well. And there you go. So, he just yeah, threw just a, like a, you a said. 40-yard bomb, and now they're yep. down to the five-yard line. Good play by good, – good decision by playing Justin Herbert, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you knew it all along. He gets hurt here, though, man. Brandon Staley. Did we talk about this on the year or was this off the year? Brandon Staley, there's a guy that's a lot of pressure this year. Everybody yes, thinks indeed. the Chargers are going to have a deep yes. playoff run. And you yes. have to think prospective coaches around the league that don't – I know they won't say that they'll – I'm not going to talk about any jobs that have a coach currently – you know that there's guys out of work right now that are looking at that quarterback and looking at that talent and saying to themselves, if that job became available, that might be the number one job. There's no question. There's no question. I can think of one guy right now who wants it. (laughs) Sean Payton? (laughs) That's right. I mean, you know, everybody kind of says, oh, well, he's going to go to Dallas. He would be a moron if he took the (laughs) Dallas job over the Chargers job. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. You're right. And Herbert got hit again. Man, he is tough. He is. I, I heard that Tua is going to be out just because he watched this game. He, he's he's going to miss some time because he watched Justin Herbert, and now he's going to miss a couple of games as a result. You got an interesting game this week, my friend, huh? You got you got the Ravens, right? Yep, Ravens week two. So, I mean, that was a very important – and you talk about teams that you want to find out about. Like, are they really as bad as they looked week one? Yeah. Patriots are one of those teams. Oh. Like, when the best thing that comes out of your game is that your quarterback doesn't have a broken back, that's not a good week. That's not yeah. a good season opener. And things could get very ugly there because it's kind of hard to inv- – look, you, you can never underestimate the power of Belichick, but – right. It's getting easier to underestimate that with the way things have gone here the last couple of years. Yeah. And it doesn't look like they're loaded with talent to begin with. No, it really doesn't. It really, really doesn't. And, um, you know, and you're you're facing a a Steelers team that I don't know about either, right? I mean, they needed overtime to win at home. Not at home, in in Cincinnati, but they needed overtime to win. You know, I mean, Trubisky didn't play badly. He looked, no, he looked he, decent. He, yeah, decent. and they're all banged up, too. I mean, Mike Tomlin does such a good job. He does. You know, he, he, he uh, always has his team ready. They, they never, um, you know, they've, they've had a tough, a tough couple of years here with the quarterback when, when yeah. Ben in his final season. And then, you know, mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky, I don't think, is, is, uh, is striking fear in anybody's hearts. But, no. uh, you know, you're going to get a decent game out of it. They don't, they don't generally, you know, blow, get blown out or, or look terrible right from the jump. So they are a uh, – they are a tough challenge for uh, the Patriots and, and the Dolphins, you know, we'll see. They had that game last year. I don't remember you, if you remember. It was a Thursday night, I'm pretty sure, against the mm-hmm. Ravens that they just shut down Lamar in that game. and They got like a very surprising win down mm-hmm. the stretch of the season. I don't expect it to be that same kind of game. But, uh, look, people are excited about uh, what they saw about the Dolphins and the weapons that they have. And, and Tyreek yeah. Hill certainly fit in right away. And, and mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle had that big play on the touchdown on fourth down. So, I mean, they're kind of in the same spot as a lot of teams about finding out about the quarterback. The yeah. one thing they have going for them is it seems like they have been able to surround him with enough weapons where you can't blame it on the weapons anymore. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And the Chargers well, just got a touchdown, right? Got a touchdown. Yes, they did. And I'm trying to figure 
there's so little area to cover. How could the defense be so confused? <laughs> it's just strange. They're pointing, no, you take this guy. You take it. No, you take this guy. No, no, no. no. So, the, and he did what, and you know what he did? He did what quarterbacks are supposed to do. He went with the guy that was in single coverage. They had guys that was double covered. And there was guys that was safety help, and there was there was a guy over the middle that was single covered, and so that's what they got. So now, they uh, will probably do an onside kick, Gordon, and then they'll try to get the ball back. Yeah, I look, and I'm already sick watching Justin Herbert because I know that that's the guy that should be the quarterback of my team. I know. Uh, so I, I'm all, I, I kind of have a little, and a lot of people have like man crushes on him already. I mean, he is, yeah. you, you go through with so fa- football fans and you say, all right, who's the best quarterback? Would you rather have this guy or that guy? Would you rather have this guy or that guy? You get to Justin Herbert. There's very few quarterbacks that fans and, and I think media people and, and organizations would want more than Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. And the amount of man crushes that people have, I think they just went up with that drive yeah. with him. Yeah. You know, grasping his side and still able to hit those throws. That was very impressive. It really was. It really was. He's he's doing the ball what forty times? Wow. Yeah. They. uh, Well, look. I mean, he's he's amazing. He is. He really hasn't run the ball all that much tonight, but he can he can get outside the pocket and move around. He's big, strong guy. So he can hopefully. Yeah, hopefully he is not going. I would think that he's not going to miss any time if he's not missing any time in this game. You never know. Sometimes they find things out later on, and he's just able to the adrenaline of the moment because right. he is one of the young stars of the game and they've done a lot of things to keep the, the young quarterbacks healthy. So let's hope mm-hmm. that they can keep him uh, healthy and, <laughs> and available. Oh, he didn't get the football first. He fumbled it almost. <laughs> well, yeah, one minute left. What Did the Chargers have any timeouts left? I think they do. Oh, yeah, they do have one. Yeah, I'm looking at the new left. graphic and trying to find out. All right, where are they putting it? They have one timeout left. So, yeah, yeah. that's probably it. Yeah, so – I mean, this guy has it, and then he doesn't have it. Watch it. Here it is. Yeah. Oh! 84. That's the guy that caught the touchdown for them earlier, and he's on the hands team, and it hit him right in the hands, and it bounced right out, and it went to somebody else's hands. That's the worst place to hit him. The Chiefs are going to be able to hold on here. So uh, it was three and a half in some places. It was four in some places. It looks like it will end at three. So if you have the Chargers tonight and the points, and they're going into kneel down. So, yeah, you're going to walk away with it. Now, you had the Chiefs. I did. Oh, that's an that's an 0-1 to start the week, Larry. Yes, it is. That's not that's not the way we want. You know, we have to do well on this show. I know. Now we're doing better than the K show. I know, but now K has one. K has the charge. I mean, this this is not good. This is not what we're looking for, Larry. We got to represent. It's 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 not my fault that that they kept him in the game. If he didn't yeah, score that touchdown, we'd have been in business. I don't know who their backup is. <laughs> they should have brought in the backup. Yeah, you should have been much more uh, vocal on, on requesting the backup. Oh, man. I wanted him. He was throwing yeah. on the sidelines. I did. You know, But what did I tell you about Kansas City's defense, right? It's, it's the same thing. You know, it's the same thing. That's the way that's it a, is. That's a bad loss for the Chargers. It is. It they is. controlled the first half. They were only leading by three. You can't just lead by three against the team. And, and the, uh, the Chiefs are one of those teams. you got to kill them dead. Yeah. That's you got to right. kill them dead, and they have not. Uh, they did not do that. And the Chargers kind of have a reputation for that. Like they have all this talent, you think they're really good. They got the flashy quarterback, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, when the rubber hits the road, much like in the playoffs last year, or not the playoffs, the, the final game to decide the playoffs last year, didn't get the job done. Nope, bad loss. One Messed and one on the again. season. Messed and, up again. And again, division game in that division, yeah. every game's important. Yeah, absolutely. 
Are you okay? Did my guys hit you too hard? Why are you hitting him in the spot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Spagnola, when, when you're asking him if he's okay, you might not want to pat him on the chest after the game <laughs> when you know that that's where. It's like when somebody has a sunburn and you're, hit, you're hitting him on the back. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was the spot, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> How do you not know? It's just red. Right. He still can't put his arm. He's still running no, off. Like, yeah. Oh, unbelievable. 1-800-919-3776. Gordon, when we return, we'll talk a little bit about the Jets as they get ready for Cleveland. And at the bottom of the hour, you know what we do. We take you to the ballparks. We'll hear from Buck Showalter on getting a win over Pittsburgh. Woohoo! We'll do all that next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Miles Garrett last week. Three tackles for loss, two sacks, and a forced fumble, and a pass defense. His 12th career game with two-plus sacks has eight sacks in four games versus the Jets throughout his career. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what's going to happen. I mean, the Jets' offensive line is going to have problems. It's not settled. Now we hope it's improved. There's parts of it that are good. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker apparently looked good on Sunday. Uh, Lincoln Tomlinson, the big free agent acquisition, apparently struggled a little bit. But, um, yeah, this is what you're going to get. And, and there's nobody tougher maybe to go up against than Miles Garrett. I mean, may, I mean, there's a very short list of, of anybody that's even in that, in that category. So, yeah, that's going to be – I mean, that's one of the reasons why I think a lot of us have been calling for somebody who can – uh, get out of the pocket and move around a little bit better than Joe Flacco can at the age of 37. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Also, don't forget Jadavian Clowney, part of that uh, Cleveland front. But the thing, listen, Jacoby Brissett was not overwhelming last no. week, right? 18 he, of 34, 147 yeah. yards. It was the Nick Chubb show. Gordon. Yes. 22 carries, 141 yards, an average of just over six, almost six and a half yards per carry. The Jet defense is going to be tested. They were physical last week. I thought they played very well early. But when you play against a team that runs the ball and runs the ball as physically as Cleveland does, you need to get off the field, Gordon. You need a break because they wear you down. That run will wear you down. So I'm I'm hearing what Flacco's talking about as far as getting some some drives. (laughs) Uh, It would be nice. And when they take out – uh, Chubb, they they bring in Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. not <laughs> who's, bad. Who's pretty good himself. So yeah, you're gonna Very get good. a steady dose of the run. Jets defense looked better on Sunday, at least at times. The the secondary, uh, the corners looked better. So that's something that you're hoping, and maybe they can get a bit of a pass rush going on Jacoby Brissett. This is a to me, this is a this is in the range of a winnable game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not like Baltimore. No, this is not like Baltimore. And and again, if you're if you're not winning this game. Or if yeah. you're not in this game with a chance to win it in the second half, what, what games are you winning, man? What games yeah. are you winning anytime soon? You're right. There's no question about it. There's no Oof. question about it, Gordon. It, it, this yeah. is this is going to be a tough one. This if if you don't win this one, um, th- you know, Buddha said it last night. This is almost a must game. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say a must game, but I mean, I know what he's saying. Like, if you want to. <laughs> If you He's saying any, the same thing you're saying. If you're I'll not say, winning this I'll say one, this. Well, you're winning one. If you're one of these people that thought the Jets had a chance to win 9, 10 games, this is oh, a must no, game. No, no, no. Yeah. This is a must game. Yeah. Now, if you're somebody like me who thought six games, seven games, that's fine. To me, it's not a must-win game. Mm-hmm. But 
if you lose this one, I mean, we already saw what 0-1-1 looked like. Yeah. It was not a fun week. Here's what it is. It's a must do. It's a must look better than you did last week game. Right. <laughs> That's right. What it definitely is. Yeah. It definitely is that. All right. Let's quickly look at the Jets schedule again. Okay. So at Cleveland this mm-hmm. week. Next Sunday at home for Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. At Pittsburgh. Then they fly down to Miami to play your guys. I hope they have a win by then because I don't want them. I don't want them being zero four going into that game. That's the last thing I need. Then this is where it gets very dangerous, and oh, uh, this, this, this is know, this is the gauntlet. Yeah, this is for all the talk about opening the schedule against the AFC North. That was nothing, man. That was that was a breeze compared to the next one. Roll them off, Larry. Go ahead. At Green Bay on the sixteenth, mm-hmm. at Denver on the twenty third, mm-hmm. home for New England on the thirtieth, home for Buffalo on November sixth, at New England on the twentieth. Home for, and there's a bye week in there. Home for, uh, the bye week is after Buffalo. So they come off the bye week. They're at New England, home for Chicago, at Minnesota, at Buffalo, then home for Detroit, Jacksonville, at Seattle, and they end the season at Miami. That's not like the Giants schedule. That's not the Giants schedule, Gordon. Like, who do we need? Who who do we need to talk to here to to be able to get? We were in last place last year. Yeah. How can we not have an easier schedule than that? Uh, Yeah. I mean that that's a real gauntlet. Now, look, I think the Patriots are down this year, Mm -hmm. but you're not sweeping them. No, no, no. I think I think the Bears are bad, but you know what? The Bears think you're bad. Right. And you don't know what you don't know what the situation is going to be when you meet them. They could be on a hot streak. You don't yeah. know. There, you don't know no, that far. I don't you think don't that know. there's any team that the Jets can look at right now and think that's that's a game no. we're definitely going to no. win. No, no. They, 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 they better not. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be. <laughs> they shouldn't. Well, how could they? And let's hope that they get Zach Wilson after back after week three. Again, remember, they said he's out at least until week three. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm telling you, if that offensive line looks the way then, he might be no, might need an extra week. Right. Might need next week. Let me I, just say I, this I, as well. If yes. Justin Herbert plays next week, I'll be shocked. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I Listen. I don't know how he did what he did. I don't either. And here's the thing. It, you still lost the game. So why yeah. did you bring it, you know. What, what did well, they have money I mean, on the he game? Is the, he's the franchise quarterback. <laughs> if he wants to go out there, I get it. But yeah, yeah I get it. But the risk you know. versus the reward did not seem like it was it was uh, it was there. It and, did not. And we'll see. I mean, I give him credit. Uh, he was out there. Been, you could yeah, tell he no, was in I mean, pain. That's tough. I mean, that's toughness. You could tell he was really hurting and 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 perform. I mean, he hit that pass down there. Hit the touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. And if if somebody had been able to recover the onside kick, who knows? Maybe maybe they we're win. going to overtime. <laughs> the way he throws, he probably would Yeah, maybe maybe they wins it right there, right? I wins mean, it right there. It. it could have been. Never know. We'll never know. We'll take your phone calls in a couple of minutes, but when we return, we're heading out to the ballpark. We'll hear from Buck Showalter next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Time to head to the ballpark on ESPN New York tonight. Here until midnight when it's Freddie and Fitz on 98.7 ESPN. So we're headed to City Field. That's where the Mets look to try to shake the cobwebs after being swept by the Chicago Cubs. Gordon, something like 15-3, 15-6, outscored them run-wise. 
So they needed, needed a win to try to stretch their lead. And thank goodness Atlanta's been struggling. Otherwise, the Mets might be four games back <laughs> the way they play the blade. But tonight, it was all good. Carlos Carrasco got the start. Six innings, four hits, one earned run, 11 strikeouts, to 104 pitches, 64 for strikes. And Buck Showalter was asked about the significance of Carrasco going six after struggling early. It looked like uh, five was going to be tough to get to. Hey, hey I'm, don't ever let it stand in the way of us winning a game, but I do know how many innings you have to have to qualify for, for a win. But uh, he, uh, I thought the efficiency of his last couple of innings was, was big for our bullpen and for him. I mean, you, you win 15 games. I know we live in an era, whatever you want to call it, where some people want to devalue wins. But, uh, you know, when, you, when you're able to, you know, get deeper in games and, Get past the fifth inning, you increase your chances, which, which bodes well for your your chances. I mean, 15 wins in the major leagues is a lot of wins. I don't care how you're getting there. And I think actually, if you look at you know what he if you have a high three eight three something ERA, it tells you that he's he's responded to some adversity along the way. Just over 3.7, Gordon, and I got to tell you, he is not the pitcher that they that came here last year when I was very disappointed in what he brought to the table. He's been fantastic this year. He's given you depth. He's had he's had some really big games. And tonight was a big game. Is is you know, you look at the opponent and you're like, yeah, right. Now come on, it's the Pirates. You're supposed to beat them. Yeah, well we didn't <laughs> we lost to him in Pittsburgh. We just come off a spot they've lost to the Nationals. I mean, you know, they got swept by the Cubs. This was a huge win for the Mets tonight. Yeah, pitching really hasn't been the issue, right? Uh, but you need the, the pitching to at least give you a chance. And uh, unlike a night ago where they were down <laughs> right away and never had a chance, and the Mets offense showed up early, and Carrasco kind of took it from there after having a little bit of a rocky start to begin with. Struck out, what, 11 tonight? So yeah. just what you're looking for. No question about it. And But let's talk about what led to Carrasco striking out 11 guys. Command of the changeup split, whatever you want to call it, grip-wise. You know, you got that many left-handed hitters in the lineup, you know you're going to have to command something off speed. And, you know, felt like if he had a feel for it, it, it had the chance to be a good matchup for him. But, uh, you know, he's made some, some pitches 3-2 on a lot of them. That's where he got a lot of pitch count. And we thought about taking him out of the fifth inning. We were kind of going hitter to hitter with him there, you know, keeping in mind that he's coming off a four-day rest. And he's through 75, I think, last time out. And he's four again. So... We're going to let him get too stressed there in the sixth. So, and he was followed. Nice job by Lugo and Jolly Rodriguez. So, from a pitching standpoint, nicely done. Offensively, well, there's a, there's a couple of guys with multiple hits in the lineup. Vogelback with a couple of hits. Alonzo had two hits. Uh, Guillaume had a hit. Uh, and Francisco Lind Jeff McNeil had two hits. Francisco Lindor, Gordon won for five, but it was a two-run homer that really kind of got the offense rolling a little bit. And Buck Showalter was asked about how deep the lineup is when Lindor goes deep. Yeah, first of all, I know it's a big night for him. You know, I, I told you guys earlier, I, I thought about last night, DH in the day, and then I knew what a big night it is for him with uh, Roberto Clemente. I know that meant a lot to him, but uh, he's uh, you know, just been a rock for us in so many ways. Certain things you, you put over in the, I can count on that column, and uh, Francisco's been one of those guys. We've got a lot of guys like that. It was a night where on uh, Roberto Clemente and I, everybody wore his number, number 21. 
So, Buck, you alluded to it, but what did this night really mean to Lindor? I don't know if he'll fess up to it, but he, uh, when I said something to him, I said, hey, we, you know, we can still DH him even though it's that night, and I, uh, I really want to play. I said that maybe another day, but and uh, I knew it. Really, all our guys, Joey, I uh, got to see a lot of guys. I'm just really proud of, you know, MLB and, the, you know, our organization, you know, to, for everybody to step back and remember everything he's meant to so many people. And I think it's important that uh, baseball recognize that. I'm glad to see it. I'm glad that we could play well on that night, too. I'd like to see us cash in some of those bases loaded things a little better. <laughs> There's no question about that. And hopefully you'll do that uh, over this weekend that you over this uh, weekend series that you have with the Pirates because you know Atlanta will be back in action, Gordon. So it's it's really about making sure that you hold on to that lead until you face them, and then uh, you know make it as tough as possible for them. Yeah, I thought the Vogelback hit in the first, uh, you know, just to take the pressure off everybody else, so you don't get into a game and into a situation where you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, we still haven't scored. We still haven't scored." So. Mm-hmm. The fact that – and he's – look, Lindor, you expect he has to be there, right? And and, yeah. and Alonzo, he has to produce. Vogelback kind of is in the same – even though he's not the player that those two guys are, you're counting – I mean, he's the DH pretty much most nights, and he's mm-hmm. the guy that's going to be hitting behind Alonzo most nights. So he's a guy that you're looking forward – I mean, that was the big – of all the acquisitions they made at the trade deadline, that's mm-hmm. kind of the biggest one in terms of the mm-hmm. offense. So the fact that he is getting hot again like he was when he first got here – I think it's important. Yeah, there's no question about it. It was important tonight, that's for sure. And, of course, game two, tomorrow night of this series, Mitch Keller for Pittsburgh and Tyrone Walker. Which Tyrone Walker will the Mets send to the mound tomorrow night? That's going to be interesting to see. And Atlanta will be at home. They face the Philadelphia Phillies. They will have Ranger Suarez against Max Freed on the hill there. Gordon, the Yankees are back in action tomorrow. They will be in Milwaukee. Frankie Montas against Adrian Hauser. Uh, this would this would be a nice time for Frankie Montas to go in there and give you some length. Yes, absolutely. It's it's getting close to that time. And, you know, we, we're talking about the, the relief pitching. We're talking about the starting pitching, Nestor Cortez and this thing and that thing. You know, Montas was brought in here, I think, to kind of be if Severino can't go, well, he will be the third starter. If Severino can go, he would be the fourth starter. But you got to start to see something out of him here. He has not. He much. has not lived up to what you thought you were getting. Nope, has not. Has not. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. And Gordon, the programming note: we'll be on from seven to ten, filling in for Dan Grassa. So we'll be you know, riding along, letting you know what's going on with the Mets and the Yankees and Atlanta and Tampa. Who uh, Tampa is sending uh, Corey Kluber to the mound. Hopefully, he pitches uh, a little better than he did against the Mets, uh, the Yankees last time out. Yeah, we shall, we shall see. You know, it's starting to feel like uh, we're getting close to – it feels like the worst, at least in terms of the division, is over. Yeah, I think Yankees. so. Yeah. I think, you, I think you're, you're in good shape. the storm. I think you're in good shape right now. Yeah. That's our look at the, at the ballparks. Yeah, we leave City Field now, and we'll see what the Mets will do tomorrow. 1-800-919-3776. Let's head to the phones. Malik is in Brooklyn. Malik, you're on 98.7 ESPN. Malik? It's Lee in Brooklyn. Oh, what's and up, Lee? He probably heard my because I had the car on. Oh, what's okay. Up, Larry? What's going on, Gordon? Hey, Lee. Sorry about you? that. Um, That's okay. 
Yeah, uh, Larry, this situation with the Jets, man, uh, you know, it's it's a situation where, you know, they're a good team. Again, you got a bunch of professional athletes on that team. You know, you got a bunch of guys out there that are working hard, trying to become better players. Then you got a coach that basically is trying to put things together and coaches, staff, you know, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But they just don't have what it takes. You know, like, like you said, I think you said you was going to pick – uh, your uh, tell me your pick up for the Super Bowl. I, I maybe I missed it, but um and and what, what uh Gordon pick is for the Super Bowl. But I guarantee that is probably most likely not the Giants or the Jets. Mm-mm. I mean the Giants you're saying because they're in that division, but the Jets they're in a situation. I I just enjoy watching the game. I just really enjoy watching the game. I, I don't expect them to win. Well, I hear you, Malik. I'm Malik. I hear you, Lee. But here's the thing, and thanks for the phone call. I enjoy watching games. Then you can't be a fan. You must not be a Jet fan. And 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 I don't know how you enjoyed watching what they did last week. That wasn't an enjoyable uh, game to watch. I, I, I don't. I, I think it's almost like Stockholm syndrome at this point. That people are just so beaten down, they're just willing to take anything and and take it as a sign of something good. I mean. No. I guess the defense for a half, you have something. But it's it's like week one of the season. Like, I don't know how you don't get beaten down watching that. And, when, and here's the other thing, too. They're not a good team. No. They're not. I mean, they, we hope they're better than they've been, but they're not a good team. You know, they're not. Um, yeah, they're trying to work hard. Yeah, I give you. Yeah, I agree with you. They're working hard. Coach is working hard. They're trying. But they're, they're not a good team. So no. as long as you – as long – listen – for you, if you enjoy watching them, good for you. You keep watching them, you keep enjoying them, but I guarantee you, even you said they're not just that good. <laughs> so so you're right. They're not. They're, they're, they're struggling. Hopefully we'll see some signs this week that they've, they've found some things to improve on because if not, if we ran through the schedule, this is not going to be pretty. And and if they are winless by the time that Zach Wilson gets back, oh. everybody can make it out like, well, you know, you can't expect Zach Wilson to be the savior. Yeah, okay. <laughs> back here on planet Earth, people will be expecting, well, okay, we're 0-3, we're 0-4, whatever we are, but now we got our starting quarterback back, and we, he better – he already kind of had to come out and, and hit the ground running this year. Mm-hmm. If they're winless after, like, the first month of the season when he gets back – the pressure on him to perform right away. I don't know that it can be much higher, but whatever the highest level is, that's what it'll be. It will be. And especially when you hear folks, when you hear Olofsky uh, on the case show yesterday talking about, well, the Jet offense is really made for a guy that moves and, and you know, can do some things, which is why I still don't understand why Flacco's in there. But, you know, that's another point. We, we've beaten that horse already. Uh, so, you know, that's even saying – Okay, this offense was built for him. So if he comes back and struggles in an offense that's built for him, you know, there's going to be planes circling great, over. Uh, yeah, it's not a great sign. It's, it's not. It's getting late early. And it's it only is. one again, it's only one game. It was not a game anybody expected them to win. But even with like these modest expectations, it's like it's like a kindergarten. Oh, you made Oh, look at what you made. It's, it, it, it doesn't even measure up to what the diminished expectations are. Yeah. 
It's true. You're just looking for like a good showing, good fight. You know, it would. You're almost hoping that they'll have a game like the Giants had on Sunday, and not they. They don't even have to win. Right. Just, just give me. It goes down to the wire. You're showing me something like, okay, this is clearly better than it's been. It mm-hmm. felt like a replay. It felt like a rerun. Yeah. And for did. week one, it felt like it had no. It felt like they had no life on offense. Yeah. None. Yeah. And 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 for to have no life on offense week one, the season's kicking off. Yeah. Come on, man. You've had all all off season to prepare all for this season. game. All off season. All off season to prepare for this game here. I tell you one thing. <laughs> you didn't put anything on tape. <laughs> it's nothing. No. It's nothing anybody can. Nobody knows anything what you are. You put nothing on tape for anybody to prepare for. The only thing they're going to do, you know what they're going to do? Ten in the box, pressure the quarterback on the pass play. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, they got to come out and and figure out something to 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 get the running game going and stick with the running game. I mean, yeah. they have they have to stick with the running game. They cannot put this game in the hands of Joe Flacco. No, can't do it. I mean, that is crazy. I don't care if they if they fall down seventeen nothing. They fall down twenty-one. They got to continue to to at least get some running game going, even just to minimize the damage. Mm-hmm. Yep, they do. No question about it. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on ninety-eight point seven ESPN.